on the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't think about it. Just name it. One, two, three. Velociraptor. Favorite non-sports podcast to masturbate to. NPR, NPR News, News Now. Now. If you could sleep with one male podcaster, who would it be? Mark, Mark Marin. Marin. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Do you want to do karate in the basement? Yep. <laughs> I mean, gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Go ahead. Make my day. Best day, big boy, huh? That's Brock. Fuck you. Everybody on? Good. Great. Wonderful. Welcome to Facing Off. This is a podcast where we take two movies that we find to be similar and we compare, contrast, and rate them. I am Gabe. I am Nick. And uh, who's this gentleman behind you? Hello, Miss Lady. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Aaron? This is, uh, we're introducing Aaron Harrington to the podcasting universe. So, hey, guys. Uh, how you doing, man? Welcome I'm to doing the great. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Do you want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself, Ooh, Aaron about Harrington? myself. I have one of the most interesting jobs in the world that I will not bore you all with. It's super cool. has to do with finances. Mm-hmm. And I'll uh, just cool. know you guys for a long time. Best friends since college. Wow. Yeah, he is our best buddy. We love Aaron. Besties. Uh, we're so happy to have him on this podcast. It's 1A. Single A Ron. Get it right. Uh, that's true. It is one Aaron. I mean, one A. It is, it's also yeah. one Aaron. It's one Aaron. It's one A Ron. Uh, so now there are three of us. Nick, how are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm good. You mean, uh, yeah, it's just funny that you asked me that, but we'd recorded another podcast earlier today. So it's like, yeah, I'm could, the same as I was before. Yeah, okay. Well, good to know that you're doing well, Nick. It is great. Um, it's a little behind the scenes for you. You know what? We don't need to do a disclaimer because it's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. And, Love the Catalina uh, wine mixer. Exactly. And it, you don't need to be an expert uh, to talk about these movies. And this is obviously our opinion. But we're going to spoil them, if I you guess. can. I guess. I don't really necessarily think that you need to watch Holmes and Watson before this to enjoy this episode. Um, Certainly not. But no. yeah, it, like nope. if you want to, I guess go ahead and do it. And um, if you haven't seen Step Brothers by now, you are missing out and you are not part of my life. That is true. Hey, uh, Nick, you have before... been disowned. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> by Aaron. <laughs> uh, Aaron would not love you if you haven't seen that movie. He he. If you that. are a member of the Harrington clan and you have not seen Step Brothers. Are you count Aaron out? Yeah. Uh, Before we get into the synopsis, just want to give a few shout outs. We we love the reviews that we've been getting. Aaron, you are one of them. Uh, Big shout out to our boy, Garen Block. He is uh, such a cutie. Sends... Sends me the nicest messages. He gets really, he was like really mad at Kane Holloway's uh, take on Toontown because he loves who Frank Robert <laughs> Such a funny thing to be mad at. Yeah, it was Oh, great. I miss you, Garen, you, yeah. you big dad. Garen, I also see you on Xbox Live all the time, and I'm Ooh. scared to invite you to a party. Just want to let you know that. Is that good? No. Oh. No. Sorry. Well, Garen, we're not You're scared of you. You're just intimidated by just, his, his Just aura? by you. Yeah. His essence? Daddy. Well, we... <laughs> We are not we are not intimidated by you, Garen. As a podcast, we love you. As yes. friends, 
We also love you. Um, and then another shout out to uh, Ryan Martin, my friend Marty. You sent me uh, some nice uh, comments about this podcast, and I only like people who give me compliments. So thank you. Even though you ask everyone to send you uh, like hate, hate mail, mail at yeah. the end of every one well, of these podcasts. I still haven't gotten hate mail on our email. <laughs> we want and then hate uh, mail. a couple other people. Thank you, Billy. Uh, thank you, uh, Billy Zane. To, yeah. Billy's Daniel Wongren, <laughs> Daniel Hillman. Yeah, Billy Zane. Uh, the one and only. You know what? While we're at it, let's just get into the podcast. Nick, throw oh, us boy. a synopsis of Step Brothers. I got to say, this is my toughest Watson. synopsis writing yet. Ooh, uh, but this evening, Gabe, Aaron, and I will compare two Will Ferrell and John C. Riley movies Boats and Hoes. Boats and Hoes is a movie about. No, okay. Man, Holmes and Watson should have been called Boats and Hoes. Uh, Holmes and Watson and Step Brothers are the two movies that we're going to talk about tonight. Their common thread is Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, obviously, but Holmes and Watson is a movie in which Will Ferrell and John Riley play Holmes and Watson. Holmes and Watson is a story in which Watson and Holmes uh, make very bad jokes in Holmes and Watson, but Holmes and Watson is a movie in which Holmes and Watson solve a mystery. It's not a great movie. Uh, Step Brothers is a movie in which Will Ferrell and John C. Riley play Brennan and Dale, two man babies whose homes are joined by the marriage of their parents. The two 40-year-olds become best friends, uh, eventually falling out of favor with their parents and growing up a little bit, and then they join forces to save the best damn wine mixer ever to help Catalina Island sell hats and shirts and things. And helicopters. Seriously. What? Helicopters. Yeah. And helicopters. It's important. Hats and shirts and helicopters. They're synonymous with each other. It's a fucking Catalina wine mixer. Uh, but seriously, this movie puts uh, Catalina back on the map, baby. Baby. Uh, yeah, so we're actually, you know, we're comparing them because these are two Will Ferrell uh, and John C. Riley joints. Um, <laughs> Gems. Yeah, uh, we Collabs. really wanted to do Aaron. Aaron loves Will Ferrell. We always talk about Will Ferrell with him. Um, and so originally we were kind of debating which movies we were going to do. We were talking about Step Brothers versus Talladega Nights. But, you know, those are both great, and it's kind of hard to differentiate uh, quality between the two of them. And so we thought, uh, since Nick had told us how awful Holmes and Watson Opening is. day, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas 2018. Yeah. Uh, never forget. Yeah, never That's, forget. That's so funny for that a you hike. didn't see um, <laughs> in a future episode. We're going to talk about this in the next episode, but... Uh, it's funny that you didn't see A Quiet Place in theaters, but you saw Holmes no, and Watson. No, I went with my brothers. I saw Holmes and Watson. My brother and I went for a hike. We met our other brother. We ate Del Taco for breakfast on Christmas Day because it was the only thing open. And uh, <laughs> then we went and watched Holmes and Watson. That's and like the perfect brother day. It was yeah. a good brother. It was a good brother <laughs> for morning. For you guys, yeah. But uh, we all left the movie and we were just like, yeah, no, that was, yep, okay. On to the next thing. Oh, my God. Well, uh, my buddy good. Nick Doria told me that this is... He just, like, refused to rewatch this movie. And so, yeah, it was it was kind of tough. It so was an unpleasant rewatch. Why don't we get into uh, our ratings then? Our rating scale, yeah. just to reiterate, is 1 to 7. 7 being highest, 1 being lowest. 4 being in between or average. Yes. Um, our categories that we're going to do... Uh, do you, you know what the order is, right? Yeah. Our order today is our typical comedy uh, categories. Which and then, we did on The Hangover. Yeah. And then the order, the order we're going to do is actoring, originality, legacy, 
spectacularity, very sorry, Kane, and uh, quotability. So okay, that's let's our order. Start it off with actoring, which mm. is a category uh, where we talk. So when it when it's a comedy, it is yeah, it's a little different. You, you know, like we're not looking for Oscar level acting. We're looking for um, really believably funny characters. Um, and then whether the writing and directing yeah. allowed them to be super funny or if it distracted from their natural humor. Right. A little bonus in this category would be if there's like a an actor in the movie who is not typically a comedic actor putting forth a performance that is uh, hilarious. Yep. And so, Aaron, why don't you start us off actoring? Whew. Let's start with Step Brothers. Step Brothers. All right. So, first off, the actoring is there, everyone in that movie is hilarious. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't go from Will Ferrell, John Cirelli, all the way down, like Adam Scott, his wife. Everyone in this movie yeah, is fantastic. Non. So I'm just gonna, I gave it a seven personally. Yeah, and for the reasons of everything they do, they ad lib so much in this movie. Right, and the directors really let them just take everything that they do and keep just go with it. Absolutely go with it. Let Will Ferrell and John Cirelli be themselves. They basically feel like stepbrothers yeah. in it. If you look at it, yeah. the scene when they're at dinner for the first time, they're oh, together. They're literally children. Yeah. They're children together. <laughs> Their mannerisms, everything that they do. Well, they they also I was pointing this out to Nick earlier. The Adults are eating normal food yeah. and <laughs> drinking wine, and they aren't drinking wine even though they're 40 years old. Isn't it the chicken nuggets or something they're like eating, that? Like yeah. dinosaur they're chicken nuggets? Chicken nuggets with yeah. the Blue fancy Powerade sauce. and Diet yeah. Pepsi, like it's their so signature funny. drinks. With the I, uh, fancy sauce. You want to do the three, the, two, one thing? Oh, yeah. Three, two, one. Seven. seven. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nick, why nice. don't you, why don't you uh, I, talk about why you gave it a seven? I'd, same as Aaron. I mean, there's not a there's not a not funny performance all the way from top to bottom. Yeah. Everyone is funny. Everyone comes through with at least one hilarious line. I mean, you can go down to guys that aren't like huge characters in the movie, uh, like Rob Riggle. Oh my, has a yeah, I think it's the best Rob And Riggle Rob Riggle performance. steals a show. Like it's just pow. <laughs> pow. He, pow. Are you that, saying pow? Oh, pow. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine was a little too descript. Like you could tell that I'm saying pow. Pow. Are, are you saying pow? <laughs> <laughs> it's just good from top like to bottom. Kobayashi. <laughs> there's no, there's no bad performance. It's amazing. Um, yeah. Even people that aren't typically hilarious, like I forget the actor that plays the Richard dad. Jenkins. Richard Jenkins is so hilarious good. in this yeah. movie. Um, <laughs> he wanted to be a dinosaur when he grew up. Yeah. The blind neighbor. Oh <laughs> my god, that? that guy's always funny in things. Uh, yeah, um, he's so funny. Yeah, hey, can I come over later and touch your face? Sure, <laughs> sure. Ron. <laughs> Thanks, Nancy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well said. I I gave it a seven. I think this is like I always say this to Nick. Uh, this is Will Ferrell and John C. Riley comedically at the peak of their powers. Like, yeah, absolutely. Together, they are so funny. I think for me, it's Will Ferrell's face alone. Like, you wouldn't even have to give him lines. His face, especially at that dinner scene that Aaron was talking yes. about, uh. is so funny. Like, when, when he's like, oh, that's so funny. The first time I heard that, I fell off my, I laughed so hard, I fell off my dinosaur or whatever. And he's like, super sad looking. <laughs> Just shakes off yeah, and tears. Exactly that. <laughs> It's just like, or it's like when he storms upstairs to put his nutsack on his drum set. Yeah, it's like so funny. Also, that doesn't rhyme, and I 
always been trying to get it to rhyme. I know. I, I don't know. I thought at first he said nut set on your drum, drum set. set or <laughs> oh, nut yeah. sack on your drum sack. Uh, I mean, and we haven't even talked about Adam Scott. I mean, I mean you, you mentioned him briefly. Adam Scott, this is the funniest <laughs> role he's ever been in. He is. Oh, hands down. Every single moment oh, is dude. so good with him. He says the most absurd things like guilty as charged. With the stories, uh, he even he's great. just oils his abs up. I know, right? <laughs> just for fun, it's like a fake abs. Yeah. That... My name is Devin. <laughs> yeah. What? Like, I can't imagine a funnier like intro to a comedic character in a movie than him. I mean, like technically Singing speaking, you Sweet see Child him of Mine by Guns N' Roses with his family, <laughs> and it's like such a fake voiceover. Uh, Catherine Hahn. Like, I think this made Katherine Hahn's career. Because yeah. she was, like, funny before it, but mm. this is... Have the, you seen that show on HBO that she's on? No, I haven't watched it. I haven't it watched it either, but every time I, I see the trailer, I'm, I'm like... What's the show? Is it... She's like, uh, she's like a middle-aged, middle-aged woman, woman that yeah. has like a sexual awakening, I think. Oh, okay. No. So I'm yeah. like, okay, so she's just Adam Scott's wife, <laughs> Step Brothers, but in a show. Yeah. Every time I see it, I'm like, she's just... The character from Step Brothers, She's right? So like, funny. <laughs> Stay golden, pony boy. Uh, man, the sex scene is so funny oh with God, her. Um, so I mean, good. yeah, you were right. It's like every minor character, too. The therapist, Andrea Savage, is so funny. Uh, the little kid being like, Dad, what's this guy's deal? Yeah. <laughs> or whatever the daughter says at that one point. The daughter uh, where she talks about getting breast implants because she's too uh, she's too impatient. They also have the strangest (laughs) relationship between brother and sister. There's some weird sexual tension there. Yeah, he does that little like look. Yeah, when they're in the back seat singing. Yeah, it's little Uh, much. I also like I. This is how. This is why it's a seven. Someone like Horatio Sands, who I complain about (laughs) all the time. I hate Horatio Sands. I thought he was bad on SNL. I thought he was bad in The Mandalorian is so funny as the lead singer of the 80s, late 80s Billy Joel cover band. <laughs> Which is like, just Take such a... Take your skate wife and get out of here. <laughs> such a funny joke. Oh, it's so good. I think it's just helped by like endlessly quotable dialogue and really good directing by Adam McKay. Yeah, so, holy Santa Claus shit is it helped by the... <laughs> 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 all right, so that's a seven from all three oh, of us. Man. No surprise there. Let's go on to Holmes and Watson for actoring. Okay. Uh, Nick, do you want to start this? Yes, I do. I gave it, um, honestly, right, gonna I'm going to give it a five because there, this is not a category wherein we necessarily rate how funny it is all the way through. Yeah. We're talking about the kind of the performances that the actors are given. Now, given the writing in Holmes and Watson appears to be essentially non-existent. There is no writing. They seem to me to be improvising almost every single joke that they put forth. Mm-hmm. Joke oh, really? in, in air quotes in the movie. I, yes. I felt that too, actually. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I guess that would be why <laughs> moments are funny. Yeah. All right. It seems like they just tried know. over and over and over and over and over and over again to get a scene and just did whatever. And then, but then that means that what we got is the best of their attempts. In an English accent. Yeah. I think that's what held them back. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to talk about too. Like, I don't think that there's a performance in it that's bad. I think that it is bad. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So I don't, I I find it hard to like really give it a bad rating because I think Will Ferrell and John C. Riley are still just Will Ferrell and John C. Riley in it. And like some lines come through, some lines don't. And it's just, 
I, I don't know if it's a directing or writing issue. It's probably a writing issue or a lack thereof, but I yeah. mean, I don't know. That's my take on it. So you gave it a five out of seven? I gave it a five. And then I'm gonna what be did generous. you give it, Aaron? I gave it a four. Okay. And the reason so I average. gave it a four, yeah, so average. I, I agree. I think the ad lib portion is good, but the first scene kind of set the tone for me. Yeah. And it was bad. Mm-hmm. Like, when I actually kind of, yeah, when, uh, when they're on the, rooftop and on the rooftop, he's debating on killing himself. And yeah. Will Ferrell's like, no, just don't kill yourself here in my garden. Kill yourself and over like, there. It's like that joke where they like can't understand Yeah, they can't each understand other. each other. And, uh, it was kind of funny. At least there was nowhere to go f- but up from that point. So yeah. maybe that was a good yeah. way to set it low. But overall, I think it's just a four. I think the aspect of it, the fact that they didn't write too much, in my opinion, kind of brings it down too. Yeah. Because you're just relying too much on their comedic talent, which is amazing. Yeah, it's but normally good. Yeah, then you throw in an English accent. It kind of felt like an extended SNL scene almost. Okay, That's how yeah. I felt. I, in spectacularity uh, or originality, I talked about how I wrote down that it felt like an SNL sketch. Right. So, you haven't yeah. talked about it yet, Gabe. Exactly. Wait. I'm, I'm saying I agree with you. <laughs> but Hold your later horses. I, but I later agree with you. Yeah, I mean, so what? you gave it a four? I gave it a four. Okay, I, I gave it a three. I just think it's like the choice to give them dumb accents like you said, held both of them back. They're very smart accents, actually. The, yeah. The choice to give them, like, intelligent, pretentious British accents, like, doesn't Tiss work. You. It's it, <laughs> it, it doesn't... It, it just feels like they're trying too hard, whereas Step mm-hmm. Brothers is such a, like, natural mm-hmm. expression of their comedic talents. Yeah, absolutely. That's and what I was trying to get at, too. It yeah, you, seems like they're trying too hard to do those improvised lines. Yeah. It just doesn't, yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, I was going to say, you wouldn't normally see... Uh, the Holmes and Watson beat up by children so eloquently right. as you did in Step Brothers. It's just the it's English so, accent. Yeah, right. <laughs> Are you talking about the the post credit scene or the like mid credit scene got where they beat the shit out of kids? I've got a belly full of white dog shit. Uh, I was mainly going to the <laughs> oh okay the belly, belly yeah. of the white yeah, dog that's shit. That's what I'm talking about. Then yes. Oh yeah, yeah. When the kids beat them up, but then in the yeah, uh, mid credit <laughs> scene, they beat the shit out of the kids, which is amazing. That was beautiful. Uh, stick my foot so far up your ass. <laughs> I think like what hurts it a lot too is like the director slash writer eats Ethan Cohen, which is like almost Ethan Cohen. I I think that it's like a fake name that he uses for scripts, like or really? pseudonym. Um, I just think like. That is the difference between these two movies. Because Will Ferrell is naturally so funny in mm-hmm. everything he does. And John C. Riley like always gives it his best. And I really respect him going away from drama to comedy and being so good at it. I think it's because he has a really funny face. Um, that mustache. And I think he just mu- – yeah, and the mustache. And he just like meshes so well with Sherlock, or Sherlock Holmes, with Will Ferrell. Um, but – the difference is in the way the way it was written, like I just wonder if there like obviously it was ad lib, but I wonder if there was like even a writing room for any of it. There's just one writer on this movie. This guy had mm. written um Tropic Thunder, but he did it at with Ben Stiller and uh Justin I wonder Perot. if he just had the idea. That's what I think. I think like that if they he stopped- was yeah, if he was just like I think John C. Riley and Will Farrell would be really funny as Watson and Holmes. Yeah. So like what if we did that? Yeah, and then they were like, yeah, 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 yeah. Give them costumes. Give me costumes, and they would put on costumes, and they were just like, they're saying stuff, right? And it doesn't until help it, the actors, until it though. kind of worked for the scene, and then they yeah. just kept whatever they thought was the funniest line. But it just doesn't work. Right. It ends up being 
confusing and not funny. And they even take like, I don't understand why Rafe Fines or uh, Ralph Fine like signed Rafe. up for this movie. And Rebecca Rebecca Hall. They're both great actors. I don't know why they signed up for the movie. I guess for the money. Yeah, Aaron, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Aaron's doing making money the, the gesture the where you rub your thumb slowly across your, your middle and pointer finger. It's a very sensual <laughs> way of money. Wish that they it's a pulled... podcast, Aaron. You have to describe Yeah, you have to describe well, I didn't know we were going to go into my hand gestures. <laughs> I just almost wish that both of them like put in the effort that like serious actors like Val Kilmer... In MacGruber is absolutely funny because yes, he just yeah. bought into the absurdity and Tom Cruise and Tropic yep. Thunder. I mean, Ray Fiennes has something. like Ray Fiennes has like you can count the number of lines I feel like on on your fucking fingers. Yeah, yeah. he mainly just was there to stare. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. Insane. I mean, I gave it a three. I one shout out. Shout out to the guy who did like a flawless impression of John Hurts in The Elephant Man. But it's like a speci- it's like a split second. It's not horrible. I think Will Ferrell really like pushes it forward. And I think John C. Riley at times does as well. Uh, like, the only like bad Kelly performance McDonald's. is uh, Lauren, Lauren Lapkus. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't she understand sucks. what was going on there. All right. So that's a three for me. A four from Aaron and a. Five for misguided five. Yeah, misguided five. Yeah, misguided five. But it doesn't matter, Nick. Make it up with originality. Uh, what did you give originality for Holmes and Watson? Originality, I mean, you can explain. Yeah, that. I mean, originality is did the movie need to be made? Um, that's the primary question we're asking ourselves. Um, I mean, no. <laughs> was it, yeah, was it clever in any is way, too? It, is yeah. the answer to the question, I, I guess. Uh, so I, I gave it a two because it's, and the only reason that it's not a one is because I think any movie involving Will Ferrell and John C. Riley should try and like someone should try and make it. Right. I think the, the concept of like, let's have them be Holmes and Watson could have been very good. So like the, the inception of the idea is a good one, but the, um, the follow through is not a good one. Yeah, I'm curious <laughs> to think what you or, or to hear what you um, for originality. Yeah, I have it for the same exact reasons as Nick. I give it a two. Yeah, the only reason it's not a one is because Will Ferrell's in it, and any movie with Will Ferrell in it needs to be made, it, which doesn't work how I said that, but it should always be made. Well, it's not just like did it need to be made? Like, is it creative in a right. in a funny way? Like, is it an idea that kind of stands out in any way in the comedy genre? I didn't so, think so. Like, yeah. all, uh, for me, it's like if I'm gonna watch Holmes and Watson, I want to watch Robert Downey Jr. Right. Like, I want to yeah. watch that version, and I'll still laugh at right. moments in that, and where I don't need, like, I love them together, but I didn't need this. See, I kind of disagree. I thought that the movie should be like. The idea is the hilarious. idea could have been yeah. very good, and it's like the execution that was wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's just like not a good movie, but it could have been very funny, and I think the idea of it is is funny. Yeah, the idea of making like a famous hero into a fun into like a funny rendition of him or something, you know, like taking Sherlock Holmes. And turning it into something stupid yeah. and and funny is a good idea. There's a you lot to make fun of. Right. They did it with Awesome Powers where they take James Bond and essentially turn it into something funny and make fun of all the parts of James Bond. And they did they did attempt to make fun of, you know, like the 
scientific way that Sherlock Holmes like evaluates some kind of situation is like they attempted, but it w- almost wasn't funny. Um, no, it was just kind of clever. I thought the only time they kind of hit the funny part there was when they like slow it down, right? Like they're going through the scene. Yeah. Is that the very last scene when he just keeps getting distracted? He's like, oh no, I forgot about the bomb. Right. That was <laughs> that funny. Was like and he old... kept getting distracted or, by his yeah. own thoughts of the other characters. Or, yeah. In Watson it. Yeah. tried to do it instead yeah. of Holmes. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, it's like, I don't know. I love parodies. Yeah. I love, par- I do too. I love the idea of, of a good parody romp, but this mm. just didn't execute it appropriately yeah i gave it a two as well because i think that um it's it's either you take a really good idea like that and then uh execute it better and then or or you take uh or you you don't let that original idea or that creative idea get in the way of the natural comedy of things the natural yeah so let's move on to step brothers originality okay what Uh, did you what did you give it gabe uh, I gave Step Brothers a six. Okay. And here's the thing. I know that Step Brothers is a really simple idea. It's not super creative. It's just basically like two guys that are 40 and caught in arrested development. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> it, and it's like, oh, like the only cleverness of that is just to keep them at the age they're at, you know, like 40 years old, as right. opposed to like a 25 year old that's staying at their mom's house, which is really not a big deal at all. Um, I just got to love how simple the storyline is. And something about that is creative. It's like, we don't need big ideas to create comedy. We take this little idea of just these 40 year old guys who won't leave their mom and dad's houses and then have like, their parents get together kind of like in a parent trappy type way. Um, it, it, that's, that's where the creativeness comes so from. I, I don't know. How to... A little goes a long way. Yes. I think like what kept it at a six instead of lower is just how focused they are on the theme of the movie. Like right. it's not like a crazy theme, but they're focused on it and they like don't need a complex story to create all these jokes. It's like they took something simple and made every scene absolutely ridiculous. And like, you know, even the scenes, there's no throwaway scene. And that's something more clever than a lot of comedies. I don't know. It's hard to explain why, but that's why. No, I that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, what about you? I was going to say, your last point's big there is where every single scene is funny. Like, yeah. there's never a single dull moment in that movie. But for originality, for me, this is the hardest category for me when it came to Step Brothers. Yeah, it's a tough one for it's comedy. Tough with it was, comedy. Yeah, but I, I gave it a five. Okay. Um, only because I feel like there's something out there that's similar to it. Right. Um, and that's uh, the funny part is it's just a feeling. I don't really know. Um, just but, your feelings. You, or yeah, feelings, but you know it does. It stands out. <laughs> <laughs> it stands out completely amongst his peers. And I wanted to give this a seven. Honestly, I wanted to give it a seven across the board for everything. But um, I just feel like there's something that still kind of held it back. Maybe it's because it's a comedy. And maybe there's no comedy that will truly hit that seven in originality right. out there. But to me, there's just something that was holding it back um, that was preventing it from n- not the quality of the movie, but just the originality aspect that was preventing it from really hitting the top. So I gave it a four. Ooh, oh, whoa, interesting. Okay. Because okay. like you were saying, like it's a it's a buddy comedy. Yeah. I mean, all of Will Ferrell mm-hmm. and, and John C. Riley's movies generally are buddy comedies which is like again this category is very 
difficult to articulate in terms of like a com- like for a comedy, not in terms, just for a comedy, it's hard to articulate how original it is. Is the style that they made the movie in original? Not really. Yeah. It's mostly improvised. It's mostly kind of banking on the raw skill, comedic skill of the actors in the movie. It's a buddy comedy. The idea of them being like 40-year-old men in Arrested Development is also not necessarily a super original thing, but it is hilarious those people exist yeah and it's also like 40 year old virgin <laughs> obviously true. right there definitely yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's you know like there are other films it's a different that, type of that do this uh yeah. um oh my god why am i blanking on the the oh my god knocked up knocked up that's another yeah, one all, all i couldn't think of the title of knocked up for yeah a second. none of them really grew up but they're they're kind of that's like a common comedic trope and this movie just happens to do it really really well so is it super original no but to me it just seems kind of uh average in this category i mean okay. in in this category because other I, categories that is not obviously not average and it's above in my opinion but right i mean if i could clarify why i do a six like that's pretty high for this it's sure. that there are a lot of creative moments in it and i and i think those moments kind of carry the movie through like Every time you see the drum set, it has yes. that opera, that like dark operatic. Turn it on me, turn on me. <laughs> yeah, like do it. My friend Kevin like dies of laughter every time he sees that. There's just like there's not like the blind neighbor's dog not healing. Oh he's my like God. heal, heal, cinnamon. Like, that cinnamon <laughs> heals. Like that's hilarious. There's not a lost moment. So I think it's just like really creative throughout it. It's like take sure. a simple concept. And a little can go a long way, and and they carry that through, and that's why it's a six to me because it's like instead of just taking an idea, like a crazy idea, like what if Sherlock Holmes was a comedy? It's like no, let's take this simple thing. These guys are just like forty-year-old stepbrothers who are mm. super immature, uh, but let's make the comedy creative. As, yeah, but as you go that's through. a really good point. The thing that I also think adds to your point a little bit is like. They, the stepbrother aspect, they basically, they're 40, yes, but they acted like they're 12. Right. And that was fair. set up to basically be like, these are a family moving in together as if it's like a 12-year-old moving in with another family. Exactly. It isn't like an, it's like an but exaggeration 40, yeah. of that yeah, Better that yet, concept. we have them when we're 40. And so, yeah, yeah, maybe that is clever, too. That's like a genius idea as well. I don't yeah. know. No. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was a six for me. That was a five, five. from you and a four from Nick. Yes. Uh, let's move on to Spectac Hilarity. Which also, is... I love that. Thank you. I feel like Kane people giving shit you on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. Kane. Thank you. You are that's Spectac you... Hilarious. Thank you. But not Spectacular. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, so Spectac <laughs> Hilarity wow, is where we My take our Spectacularity uh, category. <laughs> As sad, sad little thing slipped in there. Um, no, actually, sad. Is that sad? No, I think that's sad. I, I think that's sad. Right. Spectacularity that's is sad. a category where we talk about like the engagement of a movie, like how engaged you were, uh, you know, like how interested you were, were you distracted by runtime, anything like that. Uh, but we combine it with uh, it being a comedy, the hilarity, and like how well balanced it is in terms of comedy. Is there it's a lost a, moment? It's a mathematic situation yeah it's very how scientific. many laughs it's all very scientific mm-hmm. i'm not going to get into it right now there's an algorithm but it's yeah. there's an algorithm mm-hmm. it's how how much do you laugh what is the the rate of your laughing 
So yeah. mm-hmm. how frequently are you in the decibel level? Are too. you busting up? Yeah. I think for this one, we <laughs> should do the three, two, one, all three of us. Oh, well, wait, what, oh, which movie are we doing first? We're doing Step Brothers. So spectacularity in one, two, three, seven. Six. Whoa, Nick. All right, Nick you gets to start it off then. <laughs> I get to start because I had a slightly lower yeah. score. Why did you give it a six out of seven? Uh, I believe that this movie is perfect in a different way than mm-hmm. in this category. I didn't want to give it too many perfects Yeah, because... It's not your favorite. It Well, that's wrong. Yeah, is well, that is to be revealed <laughs> later? Okay, yeah, true. Save it. Jeez, spoilers. Go ahead. Uh, I just don't. I I don't know. There, are, I don't think it's perfect, but I think that it is spectacular and hilarious. I just there are scene there are some scenes in it where that there is a bit of a a lull. Name one. Uh, let's see. Um. Yeah, I think that's fair. You have to name mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I have to name at least one scene, I feel like. I got one for you, but keep going. What's yours? Wait, well, you no, I'm asking you the question. You know one? Yeah. You have one on the top of your head? Do it. I wonder if it's the yeah, same as the one. Yeah, you think about it. I'm In my one. opinion, yeah. it's the car ride back after they did the um, presentation of Prestige Worldwide. Mm-hmm. And that's the only one for me. That's no. one. There's but a... there's even a funny part in there. Yeah, where he's that's like, all funny. Sorry about your boat. But what did you think of the presentation? Yeah, that's all funny. There's, I don't know, so there's some wrong. of the end of the movie. So I, I gave okay. it, this is when I was thinking of, of this. I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a six because we need to have a talking point. We can't all agree on everything. And I knew that we would come to this point here. So this I good. think that toward the end of the movie, the amount of laughs per laughs over time starts to <laughs> kind of decline. God, this is so, oh, this is so good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, you got there point. is a decline at the end of this movie, like kind of around the cat, uh, Catalina, the, the beginning of Catalina the Catalina wine, wine, mixer, wine mixer, Oh, where there is where not starts. so much laughing. Now there's the Horatio Sands. Dude, that part's so funny. <laughs> like, hilarious uh, Billy Joel situation, yeah. but it's not, it's just different than the rest of the movie. It's like this very quick pace. Like you're laughing all the time. There's all these ridiculous scenes. And then there's maybe not so much. It starts to taper down at the end. Okay. Uh, so I got nitpicky. Sorry. All right. No, that's why. No, Nick, you are allowed to express your Isn't opinion. it Nick picky? Yeah, it's Nick but, um, picky. But, um, that's pretty good. Uh, Aaron, why did you give it a 7 out of 7? Okay, so I gave it a 7 out of 7 because, to Nick's point, there's usually a lull in comedies. Yeah. In my opinion, there really wasn't much of a lull in this comedy. It continues. It might drop a tiny bit, but you're still laughing at all the points. I mean, it starts from the wedding, basically, in my opinion, because I think when the the two, the mom and dad get introduced, not that funny yet. Yeah, like there's some funny parts. It's like building the Rob up. Reiner line. Uh, Which line? When she's like, when they're explaining like who they are, oh yeah, very about having they're a, making out, yeah. and she's like, "I love movies by Rob Reiner. I know how to make chicken tandoori." <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it just starts from like the point where they're describing at their wedding, 
Like they'd start yeah. talking about Will Ferrell and he's like, and he got let go from his job at PetSmart. It's like, why do you have to bring that up to everyone? Yeah. He's like, I, <laughs> like, I wasn't me, fired. Yeah. I was laid off. But you wouldn't know no. that difference. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want salmon. I said it four times. <laughs> this wedding is horseshit. Yeah. Um, oh, basically, every single moment from that point on is just it's funny and it doesn't stop and just re-watching it reasserted that to me because i i was waiting for that lull yeah i was waiting waiting basically from when they got beat up by kids to or whenever the parents are selling the house i was yeah. waiting for that lull and it didn't really happen yeah i think for me so i gave it a seven as well i think for me the reason why it's especially with this category being spectacularity mixed with the hilarity it's that there are four big, like incredibly funny montages that keep the movie going. There's their rivalry pranks, like at the yes. beginning where they're messing with each other is really funny. Them becoming best friends and measuring their dicks, like when they're it's it's exactly, exactly the same. same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that whole sequence is really the funny. The pregnancy test. Oh yeah, hilarious to me for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah, that is really ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, their job interviews, especially with the Pam scene, and oh, then yeah. like you know Seth Rogen is great. Or when they're like interviewing the guy and he's like, "Please put your hand down." <laughs> they're like, "You gotta marry one. You gotta fuck, cool. kill, marry one." Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife, go. <laughs> uh, and then there's the therapy sessions. Like that's another big montage. And you get like the really funny moment with him talking about how his life is goodwill hunting and Andrea Savage's character, like trying to like fend off his like sexual advances. I love you. Are you just saying, no, no, I, I, I fucking, fucking love, love you. you. No. <laughs> it's all funny. I, I mean, there's even like, uh, that whole therapy session is also when they're like trying to sell the house and they're messing with Derek. Oh my God. There's like so many, there's like great moments, just like pure moments between the two of them, you know, like when they're at dinner the first night and everything. But then there are all these montages that just keep you going. There's like a, a real pace to this movie. And, uh, I don't know. Like, there's just like little things that make me laugh too. You know, like uh, I forgot to ask you, do you like guacamole? Like right before so good. collapses. I, I don't know. That's why I did it. Um, you know, there's just like a lot of hilarious, stupid things mixed into like the main story that works for me. Even just the the stuff you see on the side, like little nuances, are everything is set up perfectly to be funny yeah. nonstop. I mean that's what that's what it is. I think six is fair too because it's still well above yeah. average right. for um, for a comedy. What's well? Let's talk about spectac hilarity with Holmes and Watson. Two. You gave it a two. What about you, Aaron? I, I want to go last on this one. Oh, okay. I actually forgot to rate this, so <laughs> I'm going to give it a two. Okay. Why? Yeah. I want to give it a two because I just you know we already talked about it. I think that the the opening scene. Just immediately took me out of it as being like a funny comedy. That mm -hmm. him on the rooftop. Yeah. I even turned to Aaron and Nick like as we were watching it and he falls on the melon or the cucumber or whatever. I think it's a cucumber. Yeah, I think a giant it cucumber. It seems a little bit like a zucchini because the inside oh, is yellow. Okay. It, it doesn't, that's basically it, the, it doesn't that's really what, matter, yeah. but I turned to both of them and I was it's like... It's a squash of some sort. Yeah, yeah I, I turned to both of them and I was like, is that supposed to be played for laughs? And it just like... It, after that, it just felt like an SNL sketch. Like one of those SNL sketches where they have a great idea, but they don't flesh it out in any way. Right. So, or they have it go an hour and a half. Yeah, or they yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have it go an hour and a half. I and think I, I think I, it's more than an hour and a half. And something that Nick and I always talk about in this category is like, were you worried about runtime? 
I multiple times said, why is this movie still going on? There's still 30 minutes. And they're like, it hasn't been that long, Gabe. Yeah, it's but just it not, like for me. it just doesn't work. It's not funny yeah. all the way through. There are very few, there's, the laughs are the true laughs, not like giggles. The actual like laughs are sporadic at best. Yeah, like the moment, not... <laughs> fucking uh, the moment where you're like this town is not very friendly to outsiders, and this guy like asks for directions, and he's like, "Hey, where do I go from here to here?" He's no, like, he goes, he goes, "Excuse me, sir, do you know what time it is?" And he goes, <laughs> it's even and then he just like, "Fuck you, outsider!" Or whatever, and, like stabs him, stabs him in the neck. Yeah, it's so uh, good. And the puking scene, but oh, like yeah. there are only. Uh, I, can, I mean, I can count the number of times that in the theater, the first time I watched this, I actually like belly laughed on one hand. It's just not engaging in yeah. the sense of, or, or like, it's not engaging and it's not funny. And those are the two things we're talking about in this category. So it's a two. Is it the worst comedy I've ever seen? Nah, it's close. Yeah. There's but, been worse Will Ferrell movies. But there's yeah. worse. Land of the Lost. Oh my God. There's worse out that. there. So yeah. it's not a one, but it's a two. Yeah. So, so what about you, Aaron? Do you want I, or? No, oh, it's not, it's not big. Two? Oh, God. No one saw that movie. Yeah, um, I was debating between a four and a five on this one, actually. <laughs> and I, <laughs> for Jesus real Christ. reasons, so glad settled done. out of four. Okay. The only, because I average. had the same, yeah, average. I had the same start of the movie. I, I mentioned it earlier. And the note I took for that was strange fucking start to the movie. But to me, it went up from there. And yeah. it's probably because I love Will Ferrell. But I also have the thing with him where I have to watch his movies twice. Because the first time I watched uh, the other guys, I hated that movie the first time I watched it. And I watched it again, and I was like, this is hilarious. I agree. That's like the exi- that's the perfect example. I think that's a great... And I, Nick's the only one who has seen this movie twice. So I'm kind of giving it a little bit of a chance here. Yeah. He went what with two, think, so Nick? I'm not Was feeling optimistic. Better? No. Okay. Not better. That's not that's not good. Um, but I, I still feel like there's scenes in there that I also have a stupid sense of humor. And I'll laugh at almost anything. Yeah. For um, a smart man. For Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. You're welcome. My mom says that. Yeah. I'm going to bring my mom oh a couple more God. times. Um, no, just kidding. But no, where like where they're trying to kill the bees. Like they kill the mosquito, but then they let the bees out. And Watson just pulls his guns out and starts shooting, shooting them. Like, shooting. That's the way to kill bees. If so you ever need to know. So that's you a felt funny really engaged during it. Right? Um, more so than I expected. I also Sorry, came into this with very low expectations. Yeah. And there's this... For them, they can say one little thing that I will never remember, but I will just laugh for no reason at. And that's what kept happening throughout this movie, where you guys were kind of quiet, and I was just like... <laughs> yeah, Aaron was laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, were, you did laugh more than and We us. were all completely sober. <laughs> to go... Yeah, that's so true. To, that. Yeah, that's kind of true. Uh, to kind of go off of what Nick said, I do think that the laughter is just few and far between, the, the funny moments. Whereas like something like Zoolander or like Step Brothers, I think it's designed to be funny at every moment. They right. Pu- every line is supposed to be funny. Whereas this one tried to make it, you know, a story. There would be like court scenes that's not trying to be funny when they're not in it. And mm. I think that just kind of hurts it because it takes me out of the comedy engagement. I don't think a movie needs to be funny at every single moment. Like a movie like Game Night I've brought up a few times. Right. I like the story of Game Night. So I don't really care about the comedy when when they're trying to focus on story. I didn't care about the story. And so I wasn't engaged in that way. Right, but I feel like I really feel like Holmes and Watson tries to be funny. They do. 
yeah. in every scene. They tried to be funny. But the movie, I, no, I, I think the I movie tries to be funny in every scene and fails to do so. I think so. Yeah. Well, to that point too, because they always, they bring in the guy from like WWE, or like let's get ready to oh, rumble. Right. Like they bring him the in. Out. They bring Zane, Billy, <laughs> Billy, Zane. Billy Zane in. Like all that stuff, just that kind of like slapstick humor almost at it yeah i enjoyed it i'm also dumb but no I you're not it. dumb you're a smart man all right well okay so that was a two from nick and i and uh a four a four from aaron so generous coming in high. let us move on to legacy 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 uh so uh <laughs> nick what did you give actually i'm gonna throw it over to aaron Ooh. aaron what did you give Holmes and watson for legacy and and legacy. Normally, we're talking about how this is gonna, you know, uh, how this is gonna stand in the history of movies. Mm-hmm. But with a comedy, it's like, how well will it age? Like, if you watch this in ten years, would you still laugh at it? Would you cringe a lot? Was it politically incorrect? Like, it makes you feel weird about society. Like, it doesn't need to be politically correct to be a funny movie, but. Is it going to make you not want to ever watch this again in the future? I don't know how better to explain that. <laughs> yeah, I give it a two. Okay. <laughs> uh, pretty Fair. bad. There's a lot of cringeworthy scenes in there. I think the first one that I kind of thought of was when they're in the morgue cleaning the body and just rubbing the like animal the fat. Animal it was fat? funny, but yeah. you're also like, oh, like yeah, what is weird. happening? You're like just coating a dead body in that and your fingers are in 20. Yeah. It was weird. Kind of cringy. But also the fact that like, they're the first one to create the drunk text that intoxigram. Yeah, that's funny. It was funny, but it's also like, eh, you don't really need it. Right. I don't know. That's how I felt. Like and same with like hard, the yeah. selfie and the duck face. Like, I don't think that's going to pass on too well. Platypus face. Plat- oh, sorry. Yeah, platypus well, face. I guess I'm just making it for the yeah. Is it gonna time. is it gonna date the movie? Yeah, exactly. I think that's gonna like date that. exactly. Yeah. I think that's gonna date it because that's more current to what we're at now. Right. I also think the fact that they. Almost like killed the queen. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna go over too well in England ever. Yeah, well, they also I mean, they humped her it... and then punched yeah. her. Yeah, and we're oh, about so to true. just cut so, her into you know, toilet. Especially since they tried to make this like a British toilet sized toilet sized yeah, toilet sized pieces. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess if it's not designed to be funny to British people and and it's actually designed to be offensive to them, who's it designed for? I mean, I think it's designed to be funny to American people because there are so many attempts at making fun of the current American yeah. political landscape right. that just crash and burn. I gave it a one. I gave it a because one I don't think well. anyone's going to talk about this movie in the future. No, I don't think it's necessarily cringy, but I do agree with you, Aaron. Like it has a bunch of scenes that that try too hard to poke fun at current things like cultural things and like the make england great again fez hat like just come on man yeah we we all commented on that um i gave it a one as well i think like something that could really explain how this legacy is going to be is that this movie had a 42 million dollar budget somehow that is so much we just we just talked about uh a quiet place and A Quiet Place was like a $17 million budget. I don't know how the fuck they wasted this much money on this. It's probably the clothes. Clothes and like the <laughs> locations. It made $41.9 million. So it Didn't lost even break even. 100000 or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think like no one ever talks about this movie. 
No one's going to suggest that you watch Holmes and Watson if you want a comedy. No. I think it kind of made people think that this whole like run with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley might be over. I say it's not. Just make it simpler. Just do simple shit. Yeah. That's what worked with... Uh, mm-hmm. I just think it's like not it's not a really rewatchable movie and that sucks for comedy. I think that's really important and we'll get into that in our next right. category. Before we do that, let's talk about Step Brothers Legacy. Uh Nick, do you want to start this off? My legacy rating for Step Brothers is a 5. Okay. I think that it's above average in terms of how much people are going to talk or people do talk about the movie. Um I mean, I could definitely see giving it like a higher rating, uh, but but I I put a five down when yeah. I watched it. I, I don't think that it's like the best comedy that's ever been made, but it's not the worst. Not the worst, and it is Art. definitely one of, if yeah, not the not. most. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. that it's was one just of like if, a, it's one of, if not the most quotable comedy that I can think of off the top of my head. So right. it definitely has yep. some we'll legacy. Get, we'll but, get into that. But um. Again, I, it just kind of it goes along with my originality rating. Like these just aren't originality and legacy just aren't the two categories that I like necessarily think about first when I think about this movie. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Aaron, what about you? I give it a six for legacy. Um, the thing that held me back because I wanted to give it a seven. I want to yeah. give it a seven on all these, but obviously didn't. Uh, the thing that held me back is some of the stuff that they were doing, like when they're trying to sell the house. And I don't, I, but yeah. it's purposeful, which did knock it down to a five. Because like when you have a Nazi as your next door yeah, neighbor saying, "We got a smoke. bunch of fertilizer in the back," yeah, and then like a KKK like person right across the street, all the neighbors recycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the neighbors recycle. It's a great place. Um, like those things, you know, it's purposeful, but there's gonna be some pushback against that, right? And then also when you have like the family walking in and there's a dead body, and they're like, "I've seen too many dead bodies." Like you That's know a that hilarious like, it's hilarious, line, yeah. but there's potential Is for it to kind of Phil Lamar. It back. It's Phil way? Lamar and the girl who's uh, in Super Bad. She's like, "I got a goddamn veterinary exam tomorrow," or whatever. <laughs> it's like she has a veterinary exam. You know, one thing though that I also think kind of holds it back is. And again, this is all—it's all purposeful, which is why I did not drop it down to a five for a six. Is also how men are perceived in upper management roles. Oh yeah, kind of with the brother. Well, it's like purposeful, right? Yeah, it's all purposeful because yeah, it's all supposed to at the table, yeah. like looking really sad. It's all yeah. supposed to be douchebaggy and all of that stuff. It's all purposeful, but I think you're gonna have some pushback against that, possibly. right? Like you couldn't make that nowadays. Yeah, you, yeah, or you wouldn't feel as comfortable. Granted, it is a comedy, and it's the one place that you can kind of get away with doing it. Sure, but absolutely. You're still right. doing it. Yeah. I gave it a six as well. Um, I personally, if for, legacy for me, like it's a top ten comedy, so I would yeah. give it a seven for myself. But this honestly wasn't well liked by a lot of people. It still isn't. On IMDb, which is a user rating, very yeah, it's six point nine, yeah, and it's what? sixty-nine percent well, on Rotten Tomatoes. That's, that's all nice. purposeful. I think again, it's all purposeful. <laughs> oh yeah, like the people are coming in. They're like, "This is out of seventy. This is movie's yeah, amazing." Is that six point nine downvote? That's pretty tight. Um, oh, <laughs> the wow. only comedy out there was sixty-nine so and six point nine. There's like, a there's a sixty-nine conspiracy. I think out there's there. a sixty-nine there conspiracy. Is, theory. There is. Ooh. Trevor Bauer, do you care to comment? <laughs> Uh, I, I remember when I saw this in theaters, like I collapsed in the aisle laughing. Like I can't imagine someone not Dude, wa- you were watching sitting this down. and not laughing. 
I know I collapsed out of the. They seat. called the paramedics. Yeah, um, it made about like 128 million, which is really not that much for what I think this movie is. Like I thought this was a huge comedy. Um, I don't really think, besides what you mentioned, I don't think it's really aged poorly. I don't think there's a lot of like, no. per, there's not a lot no. of like unintentional racism or anything in that. Um, you know, they do say <laughs> it's all intentional racism. They do say like gay slurs multiple times. Yeah. Um, but even something as funny as like beating up kids is just like funny in it. It's like. You can't be mad at that. Like, if, if you're mad at that, then just, like, go watch something on Disney. Will Ferrell movies often have scenes in which beat up children beat up each other or people beat up children. That's true. It's, a, it's like a common thread. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a very strange it, one, it but it occurs. It is. He does it a lot. Um, okay, so that was a six from Aaron and me, and that was uh I'll give it a five. Five from Nick? Yeah, yeah fair. Um, I'm, being, I'm being extra critical today. Let's end this with quotability slash rewatchability. Let's start with Holmes and Watson, because I think it's going to be a little quick for the three of us. Uh, what we're talking about here is... Obviously, like just whether it's quotable in general and whether it like impacted our conversations with other people or would it impact? And then is it a real, uh, a really rewatchable movie? You know, right. I don't think every movie needs to be, but comedies certainly should be sure. rewatchable. It's yeah. That they're supposed to be fun. Yeah. That's so. Yeah. That's a huge part of the point. <laughs> so let's do legacy for Holmes and Watson. Yeah. Aaron. Legacy? legacy? No, quotab- oh, quotability. Quotability. Right? Sorry okay. about that. Caught me yeah. off guard. Yeah. I'm sorry. Now I'm on guard. Three. <laughs> on guard. On guard. Yeah. Three for me. Um, oh, three. Okay. Which I think might be a little high. Quota- can you... For the quotability... Well, because there are some really funny quotes in there that I want to use, but I know I'm not going to because no one will get the reference, which is I think is a big part of quotability is you have to... People have to be like... I yep. know what you're talking people, about. You mean, right, like, you have people to have, like it. People right. have to have seen Holmes and yeah, Watson and enjoyed it. Like if like I just eight people yeah, out there that right. have if, watched and enjoyed this movie. <laughs> if I go in and say it reeks of loins in here, everyone's gonna be like, "Who are you? Yeah, like, we'll get the doing, fuck out." Yeah, <laughs> platypus right. face. Yeah, like platypus face. He creams his own eclairs. Well, you know, there's some great quotes in there, but they're really just like they're not even full like like one liners necessarily. I don't know how you'd describe them, but. I don't know. So the quotability yeah. aspect, kind of good. I'd have to rewatch it to yeah. get more. This I knew this was the reason why you gave it a three because you know I you want have to. to re-watch I have it. to rewatch yeah. it. It's exactly why. Because for me, like I said, Wilfred movies, I have to rewatch. So That's I'm fair. going to at some point. Um, but <laughs> what are the? Oh, no, I'll let you guys go. Okay, yeah. so go I gave it a one, and I would like to demonstrate why I gave it a one uh, with the following do. experiment. This is how long it takes to scroll through the quotes page. On IMDb. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so good. It has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven quotes. (laughs) Many of these quotes are just... Wait, read the... Multiple... What are the quotes? Multiple phrases. Or just like multiple lines. Like the whole... uh, Your Majesty, do you think I could have a picture of us together? The, The whole like... Oh, the whole selfie scene is just not is just all one Wasn't quote good. in here. It's like it's nothing. There are very few quotes. My favorite quote of the whole movie is "This man creams his own eclair." <laughs> <laughs> and I also really like uh, toilet sized chunks, Watson. That was toilet good sized one. chunks. Did you say water? <laughs> <laughs> but it's not quotable. the 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 funny uh, parts of Holmes and Watson are slapsticky. 
You they're know, like, oh, raspberry jam, <laughs> my favorite, <laughs> or my weakness. <laughs> my weakness. They're favorite. all, they're like the funniest parts of Holmes and Watson are the puking scene when you find out that Holmes is uh, very averse to the sight of dead bodies. Yeah. And, um, and the, the stabbing scene that Gabe, talk, Gabe talked okay. about earlier. But what about this one? The intoxium. What are you wearing? Stop. It's <laughs> like that. Yeah, all of the. I, uh, is I, it a brassiere? Stop. Also, some of the best quotes are like written text in it, like carbon monoxide, yes. the cure for insomnia, <laughs> or I'd like to hang that bitch myself, Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gave it a one as well. I don't think this movie's very rewatchable. I don't, even though those quotes got me, all right. I wouldn't quote them to my friends. Like, this would never impact any of my conversations with friends and no. family. I just think the water one I might end up using at I some point. If I'm ever puking, like, next time I puke, if I don't make that joke in between, like, gags. When, when we bring you water. Yeah, exactly. All right, you jagaloons. All right, so I am so excited to talk about quotability for Step so Brothers. Exciting. We are going to run through some quotes. So, uh, Nick, start this off. What did you give it in terms of quotability and rewatching? It's a seven. It's a hard seven yeah. because it's the most quotable movie I can think of. Is it possible to give it under a seven if you're a guy? No. No. Yeah. I, I got close to the mic for that. Aaron got you look like you're in a confessional no. here. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead, Nick. I'm looking good. Talk I got a luscious V of hair from my chest pubes down to my ball throw. <laughs> she says, I've had the old bull. Now I want the young calf. <laughs> Just, so she got about the the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, I, okay, so, like, when we're talking about this, it, it, this is a seven all around, right? Yeah. Uh, when we're talking about this, talk about the quotes that you think that you just quote all the time and other people immediately know that you're talking about Step Brothers. Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. Yeah, that's I don't good. know if shits and gigs... Hey, y'all don't say that! <laughs> y'all don't say that! Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, so much room for activities! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's probably my favorite quote because where we just moved into, there's so much room for activity. So much room for activity. So much room. Stay golden, pony boy. Oh, is that's a great. great. Line. Yeah, that's an outside well, line, but now yeah. it's been usurped by uh, step. Whenever men, and that means a few things. We shit with the door open. We like to talk about pussy. We go on riverboat gambling trips and we make our own beef jerky. We have literally done none, none of, those of those things. things. Uh, yeah, I I say that I smoke pot with Johnny Hopkins all the time. It was, it was Johnny Hopkins and Sloan Kettering, and they used to blaze that shit up every day. Kevin, my friend Kevin, always does this. Like anytime we're at a dinner table or something, he always goes for me with the like, <laughs> sauce. It's hilarious. The clown. Or will like, you shut your mouth? Shut 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 shut, shut, shut your mouth. mouth. You're just coming off the stupid. Pan, the pan pam thing. No, I can. I think I could chime in here about the pan pam thing. It's been called. It's like P A N M. P A N. Yeah. It, it, the M oh, is it's silent. Pam and uh, Pam. It's, yeah. Oh, there's oh, it's two, two M's. M's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The movie is just. The movie just is nonstop a goldmine. We're here quotes. to fuck shit up. One of my favorite quotes, and I feel like no one says this though, is when they wake up from the dream. Goes the clown has no penis. Yes. Oh, Nick loves that. What are you guys dreaming about? That's cute. I remember my first beer. Yeah, yeah. I say that all the time. Like, and I sometimes I forget that's from oh, Step Brothers. Jagaloons is a great quote that's from good. this. It oh means wait, absolutely nothing. 
when they're going on the their way in to move into the house when Will Ferrell's like, I'm not gonna call him dad. I'm not going to ever. Even if there's a fire. Yeah. Robert better fire. not get in my face because I will drop that motherfucker. <laughs> Brendan, Jesus. Yeah. So good. Last week we put liquid paper on a bee. It died. And it died. <laughs> it died. Dale has a man dying. Like everyone fucking says that. Uh, I've traveled 500 miles to give you my seed. <laughs> Lumberjack. Oh, wait. Oh, man. Uh, the the is... one I use with our good friend Tyler Dervish, we all love him, um, is whenever there's shoulder pain, right? Do you know what's good for shoulder pain? If you lick my butt. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a doctor. You're a big, fat, curly headed fuck. It's just the oh, most God. dude quotiest movie. Oh, yeah. Why do you have Randy Jackson's autograph on a martial arts weapon? Because I bumped into him, and all I had on me was a samurai sword. And you're not not going to get Randy Jackson's autograph, right? <laughs> That's the most... I would have done the like, same thing. <laughs> I imagine sitting in that writing room and being like, what's the most random person's name yeah. you could put in Who this? could he have on this katana? Oh, I watched American Idol last night. Shut your mouth, essay! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a belly full of white dog shit. And now you lay this shit on me? Uh, or the part where they're watching uh, Shark Week, and he goes... It's power. It's raw power. Raw power. <laughs> it's so good. We can do this honestly oh, all day. Uh, Dad, what's this guy's deal? <laughs> it's like masturbating in a time machine. Why are you so sweaty? <laughs> yeah. Why are you just watching, watching cops? cops. <laughs> cops. Hey, cops dude, even the Brett Michael floor. Michael scene is so funny in that moment when they show that one moment of uh, uh, Rock of Love or whatever with oh, Brett yeah. Michael Michaels. He's like... He does that like weird face. You and your mom are hillbillies. This is a house of learned doctors. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, it's so good. I've been called the songbird of my generation. Is like everyone says that. Uh, it's like it's just lightning. also just so rewatchable. Oh, it's so good. It's wait. So did good. you say that? Well, I was gonna say it's like like a lightning bolt to strike the tip of my penis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all so good. Uh, Honestly, you could just like we could spend it, another like, ten the minutes. Matrix, you could just like download it into our brains. Do you want me to do how long it takes to scroll through the quotes of this movie on IMDb? Yes, please. Starting now. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) That was quick scrolling, though. Uh, All right, so we ended that there. Uh, That's a seven all around for quotability. Do you guys have your uh, final counts for these movies? Only if you call me Nighthawk. We did not touch on that. (laughs) Dude, that, like... (laughs) <laughs> that moment is why I love Will Ferrell so much in this movie is that the line by John C. Riley calling him dragon is hilarious, but him saying, you have to call me Nighthawk. Nice. Yeah, he just comes up with so it. much funnier. Uh, I don't it's know so it good. Yeah. So Nick, what is your total for Step Brothers? I'll have to do math. It's Hold a on. 29. Whoa. Aaron. I'm, I'm adding. Okay. Mine is a 32 out of 35. Wow. And we'll talk about this. Uh, We're we're going to get into this later, but this is like an important comedy to me, and there's literally no loss. 32, you said? Yeah. Aaron? Aaron? I I started counting. I looked away. Sorry, 14, 19, 25. Do you use calculators? Yeah, that's true. It's 32. 32. 32. And then what about Holmes and Watson, Nick? My rating was uh, uh, an 11. Okay. Aaron? Solid 13, baby. 
Nine for me. So nice. This wow, is gonna be, dude. That's, that's the lowest really I've bad. given anything. Yeah. So then that's that worse than suicide. Same, plot. dude. Yeah. That's the lowest I've given yeah. something. Well, that's true. Wow, Thank you, Aaron. Look at that, man. <laughs> uh, so what is that uh, out of? So that's a ninety-three for um, uh, for Step Brothers and uh, thirty-three for same uh, same. And that's Holmes out of one thirty-five. Oh no, one oh five. Oh, one oh five. One thirty-five. I'm an idiot. Oh wow, a 33 out of 105 is yeah, really, that's bad. really bad. Congratulations! <laughs> if Holmes you're playing baseball, though, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a yeah. decent average. Yeah, you're All a hitter. Right. Yeah, you're now a we're hitter. gonna get into the accolade section. Accolades. Uh, before we get into MVP and all that. I have a question that I'm going to reserve for comedies from now on, and I got this kind of question from the show The Rewatchables by The Ringer. Okay. Would either of these comedies be better with Justin Long in it? No. No. I think Holmes and Watson would be oh, so much better with okay, Justin Holmes Long. Okay, Holmes and Watson, maybe. But Holmes well, and Watson would be better if Zach and almost anyone. so funny in Zach and Mary make a porno and in Strange World. But what would his role be? It doesn't matter. Okay. Would it be better? Is that Billy Zane? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, that saved the movie. Yeah, Billy that, Zane did save is it. That okay. Justin Long? I have another question, special question. Does Enterprise have a great corporate structure? Luis and Kate, please let us know if they gave you the tools to be your own boss. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, oh, there's this will be kind joke. of fun. Let's do top five in order. Each Ooh. of us do it. Top five favorite Will Ferrell movies. And they have to be predominantly Will Ferrell movies. Like, he has to be a major force in it. So, okay. we could talk about what that means. Like, for me, I wouldn't include Zoolander, even though Mugatu is a big character, just because he doesn't have enough screen time to really be, like, the movie's not about Mugatu. Sure. Uh, whereas something like it's Old School Zoolander. could count, because <laughs> he's the third lead. Like, he's one of the main characters of Old School. That's in my mind. Do whatever okay. you want with it. Okay, so who do you want to start? I'll let you Aaron. be the omnipotent. Ooh, me? Master. Oh, okay. You guys okay, are not Aaron, gonna go. like me. I am supreme. Leader. Number one. Ooh, oh, should I go no, from? Should we go leader. one? <laughs> oh, throwback to the last episode. One to five or yeah. five? To, oh, wouldn't it be the Ooh, episode what, before? Do, technically, do five to one. Five That's to one. Five to one. All right. Fun. So yeah. much suspense. Fifth one is Elf. Oh, yeah. That's great movie. Damn. Phenomenal movie. Number four is Talladega Nights. Okay. Gabe and I did not cheat. Number three is The Other Guys. Okay. Okay. Two is Anchorman. Mm-hmm. Number one is Step Brothers. That nice. is my you list. Have almost the exact same what five. Is I, did leave, three I think different. I know what you switched really? out for. Mine is Elf at five, Talladega Nights at four, Old School at yep. three, Anchorman at two, and Step Brothers at one. I thought you guys were going to hate me on so this. So mine list. goes. Uh, my five is Blades of Glory. Nice. My four is Anchorman. My three is Talladega Nights. My two is Old School, and my one is Step Brothers. Not the other guys. For interesting. Either of you? No. That, so my my, uh, my other guys other guys would be six for me, and Elf would be seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I had honorary mentions. I had Blades of Glory, uh, Night at the Roxbury, and the other guys. <laughs> See, I thought about Night at the Roxbury, but it's, it's so such funny. a bad movie, though. Like ultimately, it's bad as a movie for sure. Yeah. It, yeah. If we were doing this on some kind of like scale, he's so good. It, be bad um but uh honestly it's so he's so funny when he in the opening oh scene God. when he breaks the window he's like oh dad's gonna be pissed my brother and i have actually pulled off that are you guys brothers no 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, people so never good. talked to us That's again. such a yeah, Harrington Bros not. thing yeah. to do. It didn't work. Okay, who is your MVP of both of these movies? Oof. Who's yours, Aaron? John C. Riley. I love Will Ferrell. Wow. Because I thought Dude. John C. Riley actually carried Holmes and Watson. If I'm comparing the two, yeah. no, I, I, I think I didn't my, find him funny. He's at my all. MVP too. I think he carried Holmes and Watson. But if I'm because I, I him and Will disagree. That's fair. Him and Will Ferrell together in Step Brothers are basically equal in my opinion because no. mm-hmm. they're so funny no. together. They they each have their individually funny parts. Um, Holmes and Watson, it's kind of the same, but Will Ferrell's almost too flamboyant, too over the top a little bit, which I think that was the purpose of it, yeah, where he's supposed to be arrogant and everything like that. But Watson just made it watchable, in my opinion. And this is, I'm like the biggest Will Ferrell fan, and I did not pick him, which surprised me. Yeah, I'm surprised. I would right. I 100% agree with Aaron, and I uh, defer any further comment on this category to Gabe. Gabriel. Okay, I love John C. Riley in both of these. I think that he tries too hard, and that is only because he's a drama actor, and he has to like, you know, in I'm sure he's funny. Yeah, I honestly think that a lot of the lines that they... I think the lines are funnier for him in Step Brothers, but I don't really necessarily think that his delivery makes them that much funnier. Whereas Will Ferrell, the whole dinner scene, I literally laugh when he's not saying anything. It's just his face. His face is so incredibly funny. When he's at the wedding at the beginning and his aunt or whatever is touching the back of his (laughs) head and he's shaking it off, it's like... The physical humor of Will Ferrell does that. But neither of them are my MVP, by the way. I just, I love John C. Riley in it. I just think that Will Ooh, Ferrell wait, is neither naturally of them are your funnier. MVP? No, I oh, think it's Adam Ball. McKay. I really, like, I normally go with director and writer, you know, Nick, for our past episodes. I've always yes, done that. Yeah. I think that's the biggest difference. You tend to go very macro. With but these. I think that the, for this, this is the easiest way to tell between the two movies. Because obviously mm-hmm. John C. Riley and Will Ferrell are funny. We know that. And their supporting cast is funny, but the two funniest, mo- the two funny movies with them are Talladega Nights and Step Brothers. Yep. they're made by Adam McKay. And guess what? When they're not on screen, like the Derek sequence, which is hilarious, especially since he goes into traffic, it's Adam McKay. Adam McKay wrote in a hilarious uh, story, and it's actually kind of crazy to see where his career's gone since then. I mean. Nick and I are obsessed with the show Succession. That's his baby. Yeah. Vice was great. So Big funny. Short was great. I, I think that he is a mastermind of comedy, and there's a reason why him and Will Ferrell made Funny or Die together. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That's my, that's my MVP for it. We do an LVP? LVP. What is your LVP? Jeez. I mean, my LVP is the entirety of Holmes and Watson yeah. because it is a massive pile of white dog crap. Lauren Lapkus. Who's Lauren that? Lapkus is definitely an LVP. Yeah. I don't know what the heck they were thinking with that character or that. Wait, who that? That's the one that acts like a cat for most oh, of the homes. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Like, jeez, dude. Come on. It just didn't even I make actually, it that funny at the end I when mean, she was like, what? Yeah. See, I, I, I think it's the maid in Holmes v. Watson. Oh, uh, Kelly McDonald? I, you mean the eventual antagonist? Yeah. I actually kind of respect her effort in that movie. Well, effort, yeah, She's but so I think it's Irish. just the role. Oh, yeah, maybe the it's character is It's not her the as worst. an individual. Yeah. It's more the role. That's a good point. Because, I mean, she she does it well, but it's just kind of like unnecessary. Like when they're just yelling at her nonstop and she's just like right in the room next Fire! door. Fire! 
there. Yeah. He's <laughs> fucking carrying him. Maybe yeah. it's like, like maybe it's yelled even fire. like the director or writer, like Etan Cohen, because like he'd worked on good movies. Tropic Thunder is a great movie. There was another one, like I don't even I get hard is not one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. Something maybe it's just because he worked on this himself. I didn't like the idea of them having the accents. It kind of didn't work for me. No. I think honestly, if they wanted to make a British funny movie, even like trying to make it like Americans making fun of British people, they should have hired Ricky Gervais or Stephen Merchant yeah. to work on it because I think sure. that they would get that humor get or the someone British from humor down. Yeah. Monty yeah. Python. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. Monty. Yeah, or Python. Like Monty or Python. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you Stupid have... joke. So dumb. Do we have any lasting <laughs> thoughts before we get into recommendations? Uh, lasting thoughts? Yeah. No, my brain's pretty much numb from watching Holmes and Watson for a second time. So, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty you tough. Know. For, I, We're going to have say a good night, too. Whoever has not watched Step Brothers recently, do yourself a favor and just oh, watch it again. Yeah, what is wrong with you? Just watch it so again. Funny. It's so good. Yeah. Don't understand how you can not like that. And movie. make no. sure you're looking out for cinnamon. all three of our favorite Will Ferrell movies. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, easily, yeah. Yeah, that's because you guys and are. I've seen Anchorman. That's because like, we're boys. Twenty-seven yeah. times or something ridiculous, and know like ninety percent of the quotes. It's, and Step Brothers is better. There's something about Step Brothers that's funnier, but Anchorman has like such a great. Anchorman um, just has more pieces to it. We're not yeah. into that, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys have any recommendations that are similar to these movies that you think that people haven't watched and they should watch? Uh, I have one that they shouldn't watch: the Talladega Nights extended version. Uh, do not do that. Dude, I'm out on, like, Step Brothers is the one exception. Yep. I'm out on unrated editions of movies. It's I think not that they're always good. not funny. The and Talladega it's clear... Nights one is so incredibly bad. So don't do that. That's my unwreck. You know, I you actually, I, I would say don't watch Anchorman for a while and give it, give yourself three years before you rewatch it again. Yeah. Another unwreck. Yeah. Gabe? Uh, I have a couple recommendations. Okay. You want to do another? Oh, no, you didn't. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, like, we got two unrecs. You give so, the recs. If you like a movie about someone with, like, arrested development with, like, mommy issues or whatever, the movie Cyrus with John C. Riley and Jonah Hill and I think Catherine Keener. No, no, Marissa Tomei. It's Marissa Tomei, yeah. Is funny. And it's kind of dark. Like, it it's is. creepy. It's almost more of a. It's thriller. almost a drama thriller it's, yeah but it's funny jonah yeah, hill is so i just funny rewatched that recently it's funny you'd say that it's really Julie good. wasn't she thought it would be like very much uh uh like a stepbrothers kind of comedy and it very much is not i haven't that. watched it in a while to be fair i also think like so uh if you think i normally hate kid actors actually all the kid actors and stepbrothers are so good but nick and <laughs> so i both good. really liked uh good boys from this year uh, yes, a movie by dude. seth rogan Aaron, with, like, have you seen that? i haven't seen it no. oh Aaron, you it. will die of You'd laughter at this movie it's I so funny i don't really want to die yet oh yeah hey, I, I don't want you to die either thanks, Thank but if there's a way on. to go it's that's laughing. the way <laughs> so aaron uh aaron we're gonna have you on for more episodes in the future uh, i made the cut yeah you're our best bud and you're you're yes. a fun guy this was a good time do, do you, wanna... you want anybody to follow you on social media no actually um okay. i try to stay, stay away, away. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to team aaron you know. yeah if you guys want to send us hate mail about aaron you could send us email uh to uh facing off podcast at gmail.com uh mm. And I, it, for all of you out there who know me, 
I am growing facial hair, so just throw in the gnarliest things you think it looks like, because it's not good. It looks bad. It looks yeah. like I shaved off someone else's pubes and put them on Aaron's face. Yeah, and I tried and to I add a, a couple of my own. Yeah, it. I tried yeah. a couple of my own. Yeah, uh, but yeah, send us an email with your scores, and send us an email with your favorite Will Ferrell movies, in case we miss some for by some reason. Uh, that's uh, facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us also on Instagram if you're not following us yet. Uh, that is Instagram.com slash Facing Off Pod. And then you can find us on Twitter at Facing Off Pod. Hey, by the way, happy Thanksgiving to you all. I hope you really enjoy this episode. We certainly had a super fun time. Uh, you can follow us uh, wherever you get your podcasts and uh, give us a rate and a review on Apple. It really means a lot to us. Kosher Boy Aaron uh, gave us a really nice review, and we respect that. Kosher Boy. And we'll give you a shout-out. Next week, we are doing A Quiet Place versus Bird Box. This is the second time we've said that, but I will announce this on Instagram. Uh, We are definitely releasing it next week, and it's a great episode. We recorded it right before. Nick. Uh, Nick, do you have a send-off? I do, but Aaron, you go first. Goodbye. That's it? That's all. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Honestly, it was super fun. Appreciate it. It was time. great to do this with you. Send off, Nick. Gabe, you go first. John Bonham's playing Moby Dick for real! <laughs> <laughs> uh, my send off is Gabe, Aaron. I thought you were both incredibly brave, and I mean that in strictly the most <laughs> clinical and professional sense possible, with no emotional, intimate, sexual, or any other undertones that you could possibly infer. <laughs> <laughs> You're a keeper. Uh...